TV series coming out, like the sixth episode. I uh, I heard much about it. Okay, so. Uh, okay, I what, heard there was like a leaked trailer at Comic Con or something, but I never actually watched. Yeah, it. it's this like shaky cam, so it's not. Okay, so it's like Cloverfield. Great. Okay, so but that's not what the series is. That's just what the trailer we're talking about is. Okay, so it's like George Romero's Diary of the Dead. Okay, I'm not getting any of these. Once references. again, great. Okay. That movie was terrible. Anyway, continue, Sean. Um, okay, so The Walking Dead's a comic series, and it's coming to AMC for, like, six-hour-long episodes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Really? AMC? Yeah. I thought it was FX or something. No, AMC. Oh, man. AMC has quality programs. There you go. I now don't you're, get now you're excited, right? Yeah, so okay. from the makers of Mad Men and Breaking Bad. So, And I'm a huge fan of the comic series. I highly recommend reading that. So it's just going to be great. Um but what kind of got me super excited today is I found out that the comic book Chew is also being brought to a TV series by the same people on the same channel. Okay. What is Chew? Okay, so it's about it's about this guy who they call a cybopath. A or, cybopath. Or it could be kybopath. C I B O. So he's like a psychopath, but he hates technology. No, what they d- define it as is when he eats something. He gets visions of everything that that thing has gone through. So, like, an apple, he knows the pesticides and stuff. So, because he's a cop, he has to start eating, like, really weird things. Like, he'll bite off someone's finger to know, like, if they murdered somebody and stuff. And then hijinks ensue. Yeah. So, there's points where he's, like, people are getting shot and he's getting some blood in his mouth. And then he knows, like, what happens and stuff. That's weird. That sounds like a weird remix of, like, Dead Zone with Christopher Walken. You know what I'm talking about? Not at all. 1980s David Cronenberg movie? Nope. I do appreciate Mark some Sheen. Christopher Walken talk, though. Yeah, he's it's, he's a starring role with him. It's it's worth checking out. But he, he basically, anything he touches, like, human-wise, he can see what they've been through. or oh. what, No, actually, he can see how they're going to die. That's how it goes. <laughs> so, very loosely related? Well, it's weird psychological murder mystery thriller business. What I find interesting is that a lot of comic book series lately have been having like movie adaptations or whatever because there's like Kick-Ass, Scott Pilgrim uh, Green Lantern Green Lantern, what was that uh, western one that happened recently? Jonah Hex Hex. Yeah, that wasn't good but still What I'm I'm thinking is like The Dark Knight did so well that they figured they should start they start doing it with other stuff and yeah, then, and then Iron I think, Man's not to be ignored either. Oh yeah, there you go, Iron Man as well for sure. And then I think Kickass kind of cemented like, and now you can start doing it with smaller stuff, and people Although would it still didn't like do it. Do amazingly well. It was still a solid movie. I mean, I got to see it last week. So do you really yeah, do you like, like it? I really enjoy I liked it. it yeah. I think it's great. Okay, oh, good. Sorry. I I love that movie. Comes uh, out tomorrow. It's coming out on DVD and Blu-ray today. So catch it. Oh yeah, today. Yeah. Um, but so it's not coming out, so it's out today. Yeah, it's out. You're right. Um, I don't know though. That movie didn't especially clean up at the box office though, despite being pretty excellent. So it's kind of weird that that would greenlight all this weird little stuff. Like, how long has Chew been running? Like the comic series, it's only been going yeah. since last June. There's only twelve issues because it's like a monthly thing. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's a TV series now? I guess they're going to start bring, ma- turning it into a TV series. But, like, k- keep in mind, Kick-Ass, it was only done, like, like four issues before they had already started making the movie. Yeah, and then, yeah, therefore resulting in a better movie. Speaking of which, um, season, or volume two of Kick-Ass starts this August. A new comments. story? 
Yeah. Well, no, like part two now. Well, I mean, because Miller Miller wrote it as three parts. Okay, like, and the entire movie was all of part one. Yeah, that's part one. Yeah, the book literally ends the exact same way the movie does. Which I don't get. The movie makes me think. Can I? No, this is a spoiler. I guess we can't say that. (laughs) Okay then. The the movie does end with like kind of. There's more to be done though. I can't really go into it either. Kick ass spoilers. And that is someone calling in to say that we should be starting the top ten perspective. There you go. I've turned a tragedy awesome. into a great transition. That, that's talent. There we right go. There. Good job. That's why you're the host this week. <laughs> I am the host. My name is Jonathan, and I am here today with the usual members of the top ten perspective crew. Nathan. Hi. And Sean. Is here. Today. That's way too Mad libs. <laughs> All right, we're going to start it off like we usually do. Nathan, what have you been playing? Yeah. Okay. Um, I've been playing a lot of video games this week, so um, sit down and get ready. Um, <laughs> get ready for a list. All right. Yeah. Uh, some may remember I was playing Limbo last week. Um, I went back into that and played it like six more times until I finally got the final achievement, like, beat it with less than five deaths, which was a pretty enjoyable challenge. Um, I don't know if I'm going to play that again for a while. That game's really short once you know everything there is in it. It's literally an hour long. Well, Um, a lot of XBLA games like that. Shadow Complex from last year was like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fine. I I still really like it, and I still recommend it, like, wholeheartedly. But it's it's just kind of weird after you kind of figured out every puzzle. I guess Braid, too. Like, there's a challenge in that game where it's, like, beat it in 45 minutes, which is crazy, but I'm assuming if you played it enough, you could figure that out. Um, but, yeah, that was fun. And then uh, I picked up uh, the big hot release from last week, uh, Clash of the Titans. The oh, yeah, that was the biggest film. release last week, right? Yeah, I went to a midnight event. Um, they wouldn't sell it to me, though. There was some sort of space game coming out, so I just left, but I don't know. Uh, I ended up playing that. Uh, I beat that game, which I don't know. It I, I didn't really intend to play it much, but some something about it, like it's a perfect game to just kind of like be in the background as you're listening to something far more engaging. Uh, I was just listening to podcasts and music and stuff, and then just played through that whole game. Yeah, that game uh, is something. I didn't, I didn't think the combat was as bad as you're saying. I, I found it kind of neat. I don't know why. There's so many sub-weapons in it that it was just kind of... The the combat works, but that's li- like that's literally the only redeeming quality about it. <laughs> I think it's literally... Like, they kind of just put all their eggs in that basket or whatever, and then just kind of... That's all there is to the game. But And it's pretty obvious throughout the game that they kind of wanted to pad the length of it, so they just make you do stupid, redundant crap over and over again. Like, the game took me about ten hours... And I feel like it could have been an okay five-hour game and would have just had a lot more momentum to it. But instead, they're just like, hey, you're going to do a mission like for each of these three people that take place in the exact same areas fighting very similar monsters. And then you can finally move on, which just gets redundant and terrible. Um, I don't know. I still thought it was better than the movie, though. Uh, Sean, quick thoughts? Uh, so I don't like the movie. I, so I also I, did I play like Clash of the, the Titans. Either. 
I'm not finished it. I believe I'm about 75% done. Okay. Um, I hate that game. <laughs> so much. Fair enough. Uh, like, I guess I should say, like, I'm basically getting this game for free, uh, kind of due to weird trading schemes I'm doing, so I would not recommend anyone pay $70 to play it. In no way is it worth that. But if, like, some relative who doesn't know anything about games buys it for you, maybe play it a little bit before you bring it to Okay, and by a little bit, it means play it for about 30 minutes, and then don't play it because it's going to ru- be ruined. No, I'm, no, you could just, you just, just do what I said. Like, just play some music you enjoy and just kind of pretend it is okay, there. Okay, so that's, that's one of my biggest issues. I'm actually listening to the dialogue and yeah. following the story, and it's literally like, Hey, Perseus. Don't go over there, there's monsters. Okay, Dad. And then you go over there and you fight monsters. And then it's yeah, like, I know. And then it's like, that... hey, hey, Perseus, I'm sick and I could use some herbs. Okay, okay I'll go get go you herbs. So now you go fight and monsters and you find herbs. Or, hey, yeah. Perseus, there's a Pegasus, why don't you go get it? So you go fight monsters and then there's a Pegasus. <laughs> and then you have to sneak up on it. Or it'll fly away. And, like, literally that one thing happens once in the game. There's no point to that. It's, like, some big set piece. What? It's terrible. Yeah, there's no real set pieces. They do throw a lot of weird monsters in it, which I thought was kind of neat, because the movie certainly doesn't do that. But So here, this is what I was thinking. That that movie is almost perfect to turn into a game, because it's so bad, the only thing they the developers could really take out of it was this man is a demigod so he has powers so we can justify him being super strong video game swords yeah yeah Yeah. um it's not good but like i said like if for some reason it ends up in your possession maybe it's worth playing before you don't it's not it's not worth playing because the issue not only with the audio being terrible and the dialogue being terrible the whole game is ugly it's not great, but I was expecting much worse, I guess, so whatever. Uh, something I was quite surprised by, though, was the Kane and Lynch 2 demo. I don't know if you got around to playing it. I don't have it. Is it free now? It's free now. It's, it's okay. available for everybody. Do you want to, like, maybe explain the issue with it? Being, like, trying to get it, I mean? Oh, it's it, it was an issue before. They kind of were releasing it kind of in a weird manner. Like, you had to sign up for newsletters and stuff, or be issued a special code by the developers or something. But now it's just up like any other demo, and I don't know. It seems pretty good. It's got really nice style to it. Um, did any of you see the movie Narc? There was a movie no. Narc? Yeah, there's a movie called Narc. It's not related to the game. As this morning. Uh, Ray Liotta, Jason Patrick, directed by Joe Carnahan. But no, never seen you it. And oh. Sean's <laughs> quiet makes me think he hasn't seen it either. Well, I already said yeah. no, so that's probably what should make you really think I haven't seen it. Okay. Um, it The game kind of reminds me of the first five minutes of that, which won't help either of you, but maybe somebody will know what I'm talking about. Uh, it's just gritty and fast-paced and kind of savage-looking, and I kind of like it. I'll probably pick that up. It comes out in two weeks. Um, then I played a little bit of Mega Man X, and I'm bad at Mega Man games, but I killed Sheep Man. You mean, oh, you mean Mega Man 10? Yeah, Mega Man 10. Right, oh yeah, sorry. Because there's an actual X Mega Man X. I played Mega Man 10, which is Roman numeral X, I believe. No, it isn't actually, I just put that on there. No, yeah, they actually started using numbers because they remembered about the X series. 
Right, right, okay. Okay, clarification, yeah. I played a bit of that. Uh, I'm still really bad at Mega Man games, um, but I still appreciate that they keep making them. John, um, didn't you play Mega Man 10? Yeah. Okay. You, did you beat it in short order and it was alright? I actually never fought any of the Robot Masters. I started doing the challenges instead. I was more interested in that. Oh, what are the challenges all about? Um, Basically, they give you uh, a bunch of, like, little challenge rooms, and they give you, like, certain missions, like, get to the end of this stage without firing, get to the end of this stage with while avoiding the spikes, uh, you can't jump, get to the end, you can't shoot, uh, you have this power-up, you only have this much health, stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I there's, just like, into the different levels game. of challenges, like, there's a gold trophy for, like, doing it without getting hit, there's a silver if you just do it, stuff like that. Okay. Um... Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really play any of that stuff, and I don't know. I didn't play much of it. Uh, I I picked it up when it was on sale for like five dollars. I'm not sure how much I'm gonna actually end up playing it, but you know, Mega Man. Um, then I played uh, the Club, which <laughs> I think is a pretty good game. Wait, I, really? I, I don't know. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed my time with it. Um, I beat it in one sitting, also, but you know, I think that. How game's long kinda, was the sitting? Like three hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's not okay. a very long game. I never played the club, and I was with you when you picked it up. What kind of game is this? Okay, um, it's it's a it's a shooter, but it's made by a team known for racing games, Bizarre Creations, the Project Gotham guys. Oh wait, wait Bizarre made Creations that? made that? Yeah, they made this game. Oh, I am yeah, totally you, more interested in this now. Yeah, and you can totally tell they're like a racing game developer because like every level is basically set up kind of like a racetrack, except instead of just racing, you're running around shooting people in the face. And I kind of found that like kind of awesome. <laughs> so, like you basically just there's different event types or whatever, but they all basically boil down to run and also be shooting and then find an exit or just run laps in this area while killing guys, and you have to kill guys to keep your timer up or whatever. I don't know. The story is the stupidest thing ever, but it's kind of just an excuse to have you go to weird different locations What's the and story? continue shooting guys. Um, apparently you're, you're like some sort of hardcore mercenary dude, and you've been asked to join the club, which is... Uh, <laughs> They're kind of a highfalutin group of dudes who like shooting dudes. So apparently they hire dudes to fill mansions and abandoned hospitals and, like, war zones and crap and be shot by mercenaries, <laughs> which makes no sense at all. Right. But you basically just kind of go all around the world, and there's a little introduction to each place where it's like, the club acquired this asylum after it was closed, and... We're, we enjoy places with a history of violence and death, and you're just like, what? Whatever. I'm just going to shoot people, and then you do. Um, yeah, the guys are kind of in the same places every time, so you just kind of memorize how it goes and then keep doing it. Uh, there's eight different characters to get all the achievements. You have to beat the game with all of them. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do that or not, but it's it, it again, it's a perfect game to just kind of put on some music or something while you're playing it, because there's pretty much nothing really going on story-wise. But unlike Clash of the Titans, I think it's basically intended to be that way, because it's very much like a racing game. So you just put on your playlist or whatever, and go. So, I don't know. I, I recommend checking it out. I paid $2.50 for it. 
I'm having a hard time figuring out how first-person shooter works with third-person shooter. So, either way, it's okay. It's it's unlike all the God of like Gears of War and all that stuff. Like it's you're just running all the time. Like you don't need to get, take cover ever. You just have to shoot dudes faster than they shoot you. So it's just like okay. you're a constant moving like shooter game. Like it it, it doesn't stop. Yeah, like, it's just like a foot racing game, but you're also shooting people. Don't you get, like, I, I rated on, like, combos or style or something like that? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you you have a multiplier that's constantly racking up, like, each time you kill a guy. And uh, that'll bleed out if, if there's too much time passes between killing another person or shooting a skull icon in the in the racetrack. So, th- those are all around. Um... And yeah, you can do like a handful of moves, but basically those are boiled down to do a roll and then shoot a guy, and then a weird voice will say "death roll," and you get more <laughs> points. So <laughs> that that's like your one style move you have, which is kind of too bad. Like if they had full on max pain, like diving and stuff, it would be a more enjoyable game. But as it is, it's already kind of in this weird place all by itself. So I kind of like it, and I actually looked into like how it did critically, it, it did all right. It's at, like, a 76 on Metacritic. It got a lot of 7s and 8s, and people going, like, eh, this is kind of all right. So if you find it for, like, 10, 20 bucks, it's it's worth checking out. Is this, this is making me think a bit about, um, like, wet and how you always need to kind of keep moving and do, like, stunts and stuff in the air and time slows down a bunch. Okay, I didn't actually play wet yet. I do own that. Oh, okay. Uh, I've been meaning Because, like, there's no cover in wet. So the but only you're way just to kind knock of always it... running and jumping around. Yeah. Yeah. Like it okay. definitely goes in more of that kind of like why would you take cover? That's lame. Shoot that guy. I I, I kind of like it how fast paced it was. Um, but yeah, story story is stupid, and some of the character designs are kind of stupid too. But oh, I should also mention I was playing out on easy mode on like regular and stuff. It gets kind of hard quickly, so I wasn't enjoying it as much until I threw it down on easy because I didn't really care about the game. Like, much, anyway. Most of the achievements don't require it either. It's basically like, beat it on easy is just as good as beating it on normal or the second highest difficulty. So, might as well do that. But yeah, it's it's pretty good. Uh, thumbs up. And the final game I played uh, was courtesy of uh, Sean. He lent it to me. Uh, Alan Wake, The Signal. Oh, did you finish it? Uh, no. I started playing it last night. Um, I th- yeah, but I've... that thing's like an hour long. Yeah, I guess I'm like 40 minutes into it. Wait, you loaned I... it to him? Well, yeah, I had it a, a, an extra code. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I borrowed your copy of Alan Wake, because I don't actually own that game. I just rented right. it. Um, I don't know. It's more Alan Wake. Uh, there's more collectible stuff, which continues to be annoying. I don't know. I, I always found, like, kind of just having thermoses and alarm clocks and junk lying around kind of distracts from the mood and atmosphere. Right, yeah. A lot of people were saying that it kind of takes you out of the whole place. Like, you're no longer yeah, kind I've of hidden. Yeah, definitely been that, and I agree. That, that it's kind I of actually, uh, I, so I also ran through the signal. I finished it, but I went for all the collectibles this time as opposed to just when I found them in the game. Okay. Uh, Whereas some I'm, of them, I'm just, like... If I see it, I'll get it, but I don't really care. So, yeah. I'm probably right. going to miss a bunch of the achievements as a result. I've only gotten two. But, yeah. I don't know. It's 
Alan Wake. I guess we can transition over to you, Sean, if that's what you've been playing. Uh, yeah, okay, so yeah, I ran through the signal. I thought it was a good piece of content, especially for it, for it being free. However, like I guess the, I, we should say the way to get the signal for free is if you bought a new copy, it comes with a code. Mm-hmm. However, it's like 7 bucks or 560 points Yeah. otherwise. I guess um, you could also th- just like lie to Remedy on Twitter or something and get a free code. I've heard that works. Yeah, that's how I got my code. I didn't lie though. I didn't. Okay. I did not lie. Um, I'm just like it seems kind of weird though. Like, couldn't anyone just say they bought the game and get a code? Like, it doesn't uh, seem yeah, like I, you had to go through much. No, I didn't. I guess that's. Well, hopefully people are good out there. Yeah. All right. But so uh, be be good about it. Yeah, because I guess what because like the issue was, um, the code if you used it before the DLC was released, which I did back when the game came out that they were going to email you the code, but I never got my email, and a bunch of other people didn't. So I just sent, like, a Twitter message over to Remedy, and they're like, oh, yeah, sure, just give me your email address, and I'll... or send me an email, and I'll reply back with it. So that's what I did that. And then, like, two minutes later, Microsoft sent me the code, and I was like, great, now I have two. And then I get one, so, yay. Uh, I actually... I really enjoyed the most of it. It's a lot harder than the game is. Uh, Um... Yeah, actually, maybe. There's an achievement for beating it without dying. Which is, that's so hard. And I failed at getting that, like, five minutes in, so... Yeah. Um, One thing I do really like, because it's all, it's called the, so it's called the signal. That has nothing to do with what I was bringing up. Uh, What I was going to bring up is, there's, like, words throughout the whole uh, place where you need to shine your light on to get stuff. Yeah. So So some things will say, like... Uh, tools. tools, and that'll get you some, like, batteries and ammo and stuff. Some will say, like, boom, and it'll cause an explosion. One thing that's cool about that is while you're doing that, every time you make the word go away, you hear, like, a typewriter, as if Alan's typing in more of the story and stuff. Mm-hmm. I kind of, I like that tone to it a bunch. Um, yeah, so overall, I was pretty, I was pretty happy with I thought with you were going to bring up the Verizon sponsorship, but... Oh, yeah, there was also that, the minute you get a phone, it, like falls down and says Verizon and then Thomas Zane literally says can you hear me can you hear me now yeah and yeah it's you know it's it's a lot more subtle than that if I hadn't been told about that beforehand I wouldn't have noticed it yeah Yeah. like if you don't know about the Verizon thing to begin with okay well not that everyone knows the Verizon thing but if I hadn't said like it's in there you probably would have just gone past it without knowing yeah perhaps but I don't know looking at it now it's kind of weird well, I mean, it's but, not like it's the first time a, a game is a part of a game has been sponsored. Yeah, just that one also had like Energizer batteries and stuff, so it's kind of weird. I get, I, did, I find like none of the advertising in Alan Wake really took me out of the game though. Um, okay, so moving on from that, I played more Wanted Weapons of Fate, uh, specifically on the 360 this time for points, so I ran nice. through that game on a So this is normal. your second time beating it now? Yes. Because uh, I, I went through on easy on the PS3 just because I wanted to play the game. Now I went through on uh, normal on the 360 and got like 500 points out of it. Um, if I go through on hard, I'm pretty sure I could S-rank it, but I don't really want to go through it for a third time. I didn't, I didn't S-rank it, but I beat it twice on 360 and got around 800. So, I don't know. Yeah, running through it on, like, hard alone will get you, like, 300 points. Yeah. Just from level completion stuff. It's a pretty good points game. And it's not a bad shooter on its own. For no, I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Grin, uh, pour one out. 
for those guys. Four forty on the street. Four forty yeah. on the curb. <laughs> I guess they keep spinning off into new studios, though, so I'm pretty sure ninety percent of those guys are employed somewhere. I, yeah, I believe they just announced like another studio of X Grin people. Yeah, so that's up to like five now. Yeah, something like that. So. Yeah, it's four. What's the, what's the one Fat Shark? I was gonna say yeah. What's the shark one? I think it's like Fat Shark or something. Fat Shark's working on Lead and Gold, I think, and then some somebody's working on Bionic Commando Two. Rearmed Two. And Rearmed two, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're doing fine. Um, wanted weapons of fate. Right. Better uh, or worse than the film. Uh, I don't know. I don't hate the film. Yeah, I kind of like the movie. The ending kind of sucks. But uh. Yeah, for the most so. the most part I do I do kind of really like that game, but I I really couldn't justify paying like sixty or seventy bucks for it, whatever it came out on when it first came out. Yeah, kind of the same thing with the club. Like where it is now, it's a great game for full 250? price though. I don't know. Hmm. All right. I was gonna yeah. say for two fifty, it's great. Two fifty is a steal of a deal. I would pay up to four or five times that much for a copy of the club. Right, like I could see like twenty bucks for wanted, maybe even thirty. Twenty sounds better, but all right. That, that brings up a good point, though. Do you think that a lot of games are overpriced? Well, I guess this isn't really a point because we all know that a lot of games are overpriced. Yeah, like Clash that- of the Titans, overpriced. Uh, Crackdown that Two, game from last year or whatever. Like great game, but kind of short and kind of repetitive. So that would have been a good forty dollar game. Do you think games would sell um, better if they were at a lower price point? Well, clear, duh. Yeah, well, I think what if, so. What like, if I mean, every game was at a lower price point, though? Like, Why would I not want that? Actually, I'm, yeah. Like, I mean, even with, like, the Walmart $40 deals, like, that convinced me to buy two games I probably wouldn't have. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, you know, it, it's enough to put me over the fence. Um, something like Deadly Premonition as well, $25. Can't go wrong with that. I'm sure that kind of nudged people in the direction of buying it. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think retailers, like, the the day one deal thing that they kind of do with DVD movies, like DVDs and stuff, at like Best Buy, where you'll get a movie $5 cheaper or whatever, like that same mentality applied to games would be pretty awesome. Even though Lost Planet 2 was terrible. <sighs> Transformers, though, that was that was the most recent one, right, John? Yes, it was. And that was that was worth the time? Yeah, I got kind of really bored with it, but uh, for 40 bucks, I will pick it up. And I did. There you go. So yes, in answer to your question, yes. Games should be cheap. And I guess kind of the main issue is, is Limbo recently, right? Yeah, people seem to be complaining a lot about that. Um, me personally, I spent a good 7-8 hours with that game anyway, so I feel fully justified. But if you're only going to play through it once and it takes you like 2 hours, that's kind of kind of questionable, I guess, but I don't know. I still think it's got enough style and, like, good gameplay in there to... Did you, have you got Limbo yet, John? No, I, like, uh, I mentioned this before we started recording. I haven't played any console games save one uh, in the past, like, okay. three weeks I wasn't sure if you maybe picked it up, because you mentioned you got some points. Yeah, uh, I got my points to get uh, Castlevania on uh, Wednesday. Right, okay, okay. I hope that turns uh, out, but things I'm reading is... I you know what? Know. I'll still get it anyways. I mean, like, I figured you guys were going to as well, and if it's a multiplayer game, I know a bunch of people who are going to get it and want to play it. Okay. 
It's right. just like I didn't really realize how much of the game was kind of re- literally recycled from previous games. Like everything is. Yeah, like I've heard there's like no story essentially. It's just kind of like, hey, remember these six levels from previous Castlevanias? Well, now they're in HD and you can play them cooperatively. Woo! I don't know. Well, I haven't played much Castlevania, so that might be fine for me. Did you play the DS ones? No. Oh man, Th- those are some quality. Yeah, all the sages apparently are based off the DS ones. Okay, okay, so it'll be fine for me. Well, Portrait of Rune is pretty good. But... Alright. Fine. Um, so apart from that, um, oh, what else did I play? Um, that's, have I talked about the darkness? Did you play the darkness this week? I don't... I don't, yeah, I don't did I talk remember. about the darkness last week? Because I did play... I've been playing the darkness. No, you didn't. I don't I think, think you I... mentioned it. I, guess I thought you did, because like, I'm pretty sure I've been talking to somebody about eating hearts. But that might be unrelated. <laughs> I, I think you might know a couple cannibals. <laughs> okay. Oh. Um, I, I yeah, don't maybe know. that was I, like just after the podcast last week. Anyways, I played through some of the darkness. Okay. Um, it's got some interesting mechanics, especially like just, like, yeah, eating hearts, just some weird stuff going on, making black holes. Yeah. But once you get the black hole power, that game becomes mad easy. Yeah, I kind of enjoyed it for that reason, though, because you're just kind of this super crazy demon dude just kind of walking around smashing lights and scaring everybody, and then you kill everything, and then you win. And it's just like, all right, cool. Yeah, it's definitely pretty brutal because, like, not only are you killing everybody, but then you're walking up to their corpse and eating their heart. (laughs) Yep. Which which of the two serpents always wins? Is it the one on the right? Oh, I uh, like when they're trying to snag the heart. Yeah, like I, I remember, like it was right. literally ninety-nine percent of every heart went to like one of the two snakes. I believe it's the one on the right. I think. Yeah, that poor one on the left. I don't know. He's clearly the gimp. I guess so. Um, yeah, it's okay. Like, not nothing amazing. I don't think, but I didn't hate my time with it. My okay. My biggest issue with the darkness was it didn't have a very good navigation system. I got lost so many times. Like in the open world areas or during levels? Kind of both. Mm. Like there was like I'm so used to like some some games like being able to like click in the right stick and having something like point to where I need to go or whatever. Oh, okay. Or even something on a map, and that one has nothing and it's like I I was getting lost a ton. Hmm. I don't remember. I I played it so long ago, I can't remember. But I remember you could watch TVs in that game, and I thought that was awesome. So I'd just stand there and watch cartoons. Mm-hmm. I did like notice that, yeah, three, yeah, yeah. Four minutes or something. Um, and I guess the last thing I... Well, I don't know if I so much played it as I kind of turned it on. Okay. Uh, uh, Fallout 3. Yeah. Oh. On yeah. the PC. Oh, awesome. Oh, boy. You know, gr- great game. Did you beat it, or...? Uh, nope. As far as playing it, I didn't play it at all. Okay. However, I got every single achievement point. Woo! <laughs> and you it, crossed, it, what, 70,000? Yeah, I so yeah, I broke 70,000 now. I'm actually nice. getting pretty close to 71,000. Cool. But, yeah, Fallout 3 is one of those special games where you can get a ton of points for not doing anything. Like, you literally uh, just open a menu or something? Yeah, and you just type in, like, add achievement 1, all the way up to, like, 70 or whatever. You can even get the downloadable content achievements. So I got 1,500 out of that. Which is, it's kind of dirty, but, like, all I used was the game. 
But it's weird, because, like, Bethesda's known about it since it came out and never patched it or anything. So it's their fault. Exactly. Yeah. Like, apparently they don't think it's that big of an issue. Well, it is just but, achievements. Uh, I know, yeah. But you, still, that seems like something they would fix. Just kind of, like, drive people to keep playing stuff and whatever. Right. Anyway, uh, I believe that was all I played this week. What about you, John? Alright, uh, I think it was just four games I played. Alright. Uh, started off by the same game I ended up playing through most of the, lot of the week before, Chrono Trigger. Oh, okay. did you finish it this time? Yeah, I got uh, three of the 13 endings on the DS version. So to get a new ending, do you have to play the whole thing again? Sort of. Um, on the DS version, there's uh, extra content. After you beat the game, a new area opens up. Right. And then once you beat that, it unlocks a fi- uh, a new final boss battle. Okay. If you beat that, then it gives you another ending. And that ending is so incredibly depressing that I just kind of stopped playing the game afterwards. Okay. Oh. But I th- and I the sad thing is, I think it's actually can- canonical. Oh, so going forward in Chrono Trigger 3, if that ever happens. Well, technically there are three Chrono games. What's the third one? Uh, it's there's be- Cross it's and between, Trigger. Between Cross and Trigger, there's Radical Dreamers. Which is actually a text-based... I don't know what based, this is. It's a text-based adventure game on the Super Nintendo Satellite View, or the Super Famicom Satellite View. <laughs> and that's what? canon? Yes! <laughs> Okay. It's, what, what um, it's got a character from Cross, a character from Trigger, and I think some just random character. I think it has Kid, Magus, and someone else. I don't know. I never played Radical Dreamers, but it has been is translated. Is Chrono in it? What? Like, is Chrono in it? No. Okay. But uh, I it got translated years ago, back when I was like really heavy into emulation, and I just never played through it. But apparently, huh. it, apparently, it is the game that bridges the gap between uh, Chrono Cross and Chrono Trigger. It's a text-based game. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. I'll read up on this later. It, it's kind of an interesting game, anyways. From what I've seen, is of it, it good? Oh, okay, I wasn't sure if you played it or I, not. I played a little bit of it. Like I played the very beginning. That's but this was this was eight years ago, so I can't remember it very well. All right. Uh, after I beat Chrono Trigger, I finally broke out uh, Dragon Quest Nine. Okay, so how was that? I'm actually playing it right now. Uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> like, uh, how far into it are you? Uh, like I'm, only, I'm only a few hours in. Uh, five hours in, maybe. Do you, do you customize, like, everybody? You like, can, no yes. Set characters? You eventually okay. get to a point where uh, they give you the option to recruit characters. I hate that. What, what, what do you mean? It, yeah, like being able to like kind of create your characters. Like I'm fine creating like my main character, mm. but when it comes to RPGs, I prefer having like set characters you find in the world join up with you. Oh, I get what you mean. Okay. Yeah, I just I prefer that so much more. Um, they they did when you get to the certain point, they have like created characters you can have join your party, or you can just make like whatever class you want and however that you want them to look. Right. So right, That's what I was hearing. so right now I've got my character like surrounded by like this army of girls. I've got like a, a martial artist, uh, a mage, and a healer. 
or a cleric, oh, okay. I think it is in the game. And I'm, What's your character? My character starts off as a minstrel. What did you name your character? I just used my real name. So, John, you can just say that. Yeah, yeah. I just use Jonathan, <laughs> so... Wait, so, like, is there any written dialogue for your party members, or are they all silent protagonists now, and it's just the most boring game ever? Silent protagonists. All you, of Every them? one of them? What? Like, how is there banter or anything? There isn't. It's uh, not, so like, like I... did you play 8? Yeah, I did, yeah. and I, I kind of stopped 20 hours in. Yeah, know. like in, but didn't in eight, didn't the main characters talk? No, in eight, no, in none of the Dragon Quest games has your main character ever talked. Yeah, no, we're kind of wondering if any of your party talks. Um, sort of. None of your playable characters talk, but you have this huh. uh, fairy following you around, who like manages okay. like your ba- your battle data and stuff like that. She uh, she like, talks. Does it like represent your stylist, like Legend of Zelda style? No. The fairy? Okay, just wondering. Uh, it's, it's like, literally the only... She'll come up during, like, cutscenes and do the talking for you, essentially. Story-wise, how is it? Because I found 8 kind of bland. It's like, there's an evil sorcerer and nonsense. Yeah, it seems kind of interesting so far. Um, you start off as uh, a Celestian, I think is what they're called. Which is basically an angel. And, uh... Okay. The angels are like given are uh, given cities and they guard like humans. Okay, so it's like City of Angels, the Nick Cage movie. Clearly, I I don't okay. know. Actually, I've never seen it. Okay. But uh, yeah, like each each Celestian like guard turns into a guardian and they guard a city and they uh, get benevolence benevolence. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. So it's the essence of benevolence uh, to uh, give to this tree. Uh, Yggdral, I can never pronounce. Like it's it's a popular name for like God or. It's like the mana tree. Yeah, that's exactly what it is essentially. Okay. It is a mana tree, and uh, once they give enough uh, benevolence to it, it's supposed to bear fruit, and then all the uh, Celestians are supposed to go up to, basically, go be with God and ne- and won't have to guard the humans anymore. Okay. But uh, wait, sorry, sorry. Is this still Dragon Quest Nine? This is still yeah. Dragon Quest Nine. Okay. Continue. But uh, once uh, this finally happens, uh, the area you're in gets attacked, and then you get sent to Earth, and you've lost like your wings and your halo, so you look okay. like a human. Okay. And then you have to figure out what happened, and then get to get back up there and basically solve whatever happened, whoever find out whoever attacked you. So it's kind of like Darksiders. Not really. Yep. <laughs> well, no, because you're like you're a, a dude from the apocalypse, and something goes wrong, and you gotta go to Earth and find out what went down. And sort of, but you're you were a good guy to begin with, instead okay. of being so you know a bad guy, an antihero. Yeah, I guess he's kind of an antihero. But anyway, all right, Dragon Quest Nine. Uh, graphically, is it pretty good? I've heard it's looking pretty good. It's pretty good graphically. Um, when you ha- if you have a full party, the game so chugs shady. like crazy. Oh, like in what? towns, like the 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 frame rate takes a big dip. On a DS game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like if you have a, f- a full party of four, following you around on a c- in like a a busy city, that the frame rate just kind of starts chugging. 
great. It, it's not oh. always, and like it just it will kind of distract you, but it won't take away from everything. So I'm assuming all your party members like are following behind you then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, it has some cool social aspects too. Like I went to a Dragon Quest event at uh, one of the EBs in town, where they. I didn't know any of us were doing that. Uh, Sunridge was Sunridge and Market. Had a midnight okay. for that. What? Midnight launch for that? No, not a midnight launch. It's uh oh. during during normal hours. They had a DS there transmitting uh, new maps for the game. Oh, okay. Because the, the game has these treasure maps you can pick up that they go to like special areas and you can uh, fight special bosses or get like good loot. Mm-hmm. Did you get some good loot? Uh, I am way too underleveled to go in there. Oh. Uh, apparently, all the guys that I was talking to that tried to do the map said they needed to be about level 55 to even stand a chance. What's Whoa. the level cap? Uh, you can get up to 99. But 99, uh, the way okay. it works is you can switch between all these job classes and you can level all of those up to 99. So basically, you can level your character up to like 800, essentially. Okay. Although I think there's... Yeah, no, actually, I think there's about 8 classes. Alright, so, okay, I see, I see. Uh, so, like, are you finding that, because I remember, like, Dragon Quest came from Dragon Warrior, right? Yeah, that it was Dragon Quest in Japan, Dragon Warrior over here, and then they changed the name around Switch. number seven. I think I have, like, Dragon Warrior 3, or Dragon Warrior 2 or something, hmm? and I just, I, like, I found the issue was I never really wanted to have that much of a variety to my party, it was just always have, like, knights, because they were the most powerful. Are, are you like? Are you noticing any of that, or like, do you feel you're pretty strong with a variety of classes? I don't. I haven't tried it with just like all knights. I haven't tried like all of pure offense because I have a mix. But what I do find is that my uh, my healers and my ma magicians, I'm still having them do offensive attacks, anyways. Okay. But basically, uh, if you want. You can mix up your characters so that event eventually you get the ability to switch between classes and level up in those as well. So eventually it's going to get to a point where I'll probably switch my main character into like a cleric. That'll like dramatically boost his MP and then like his healing ability. Because uh, each, oh, okay. each character has like specific uh, attributes that can be like raised and they raise at different speeds depending on what your class is. Like there's mag okay. there's like magical mending for healing abilities. There's like magical offense for damaging spells and stuff like that. Okay, okay. So enjoying it overall, good game. Enjoying it, yeah. Like uh, I haven't really been. For, I don't know why I've been into such an RPG mood lately, but it's it's really scratching that itch. Hmm. All right. Any like idea of like how long it is? I've heard people have clocked like a hundred plus hours on it. <sighs> Wow. Okay. Main main like, game. You, I don't know how yeah. long it is. Okay. A uh, few of my friends have beaten it, and but they're they're like eighty plus hours because they did it in multiplayer. Oh, this is a good thing to mention too. Uh, okay. It has multiplayer. It's like cooperative. Yeah, like uh, how, instead how of instead work? of having like uh ex like random people joining your party and just having some uh, AI control or human control. You can have like your friends join in your world, and they can either they can travel around with you and like join in your fights, or they can just do whatever the hell they want and go to completely different areas and do like extra stuff for you. Oh, okay, that's cool. Um, 
can they do like story based missions if they're like going apart from you? Um, I think not. I think it depends on I the have host. To That's not. the like the story link you have to get to, and I think the okay. the host has to be there as well. Okay. Okay. But they so can I guess go my find, main like, question treasure and stuff. Okay. So I guess my main question is, do they come in with their own character, or do they take over one of your They come in members? with their own character. Okay. So they can come in, like, and completely they... overpowered and help you through certain areas. Okay, so they can battle with you and stuff? They can, yeah, they can battle alongside you. Does the game scale at all? Uh, sorta. Like, because, like, if you just bring in someone who's a super high level, that's just gonna, you're gonna lawn, you're gonna mow down that game. Pretty much, yeah. So it's like boredom. Okay. Yeah, it, it can be treated that way. Like, if you have a high-level friend who's just helping you out, you can just blitz through the game. Huh. Okay. But in the long run, that can hurt you if you start trying to play solo, because then you might be under-leveled to the point you get at in the story. Because well, the, 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 the way the experience works up? is kind of weird. The higher level you are the more experience you get out of, like, the experience pool you, your team earns. So let's say, like, uh, you've got two oh, people in your... so it's, like, based on a ratio due to your level. Yeah. So let's say okay. uh, the fight was worth 25 experience, and I'm level 10 and my partner's level 1. I would get, like, 19 experience, and they would get 6. Okay, but since it's based on a ratio, it's almost like you're getting basically the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Because I could both level you up that way, kind of. Exactly. Alright. That's that's not too crazy. I thought it was really cool. And I guess it doesn't have the whole issue with Borderlands, where if you go and join like, a super high-level game and get a, like, a ton of experience, you just start leveling up like mad. But, that okay. I'm not so sure about, actually. Well, that's how it works in Borderlands. I, th I think you might be able to like join... Fights. You had to stay alive in the fight, obviously, but I'm pretty sure you could get some large experience by doing that. Okay. I never. Right. Any time I joined in a friend's game, I didn't have the, the certain spell that let me jump between cities. So I would have had to have walked okay. to where everyone else was, and they were like, way, way, way past where I was. So. Oh, you don't just like appear where they are. No, because uh, there's this one city you have to go to to do to like get all this. It's a hub area essentially. Okay. And, I guess uh, that could like where they all help were. against they like story based they, stuff. They just had a spell that they used to get them. Okay. So anything besides Dragon Quest? Uh yeah, two other games. Uh play was playing a Game Boy Advance game called Klonoa Two. Dream Championship okay. Tournament. Uh so like sequel to the PlayStation game or No, sequel to the Game Boy Advance first one. Oh. Okay. But like that character and all that. Si like, side-scrolling platformer? Yeah, side-scrolling platformer puzzle game. Good? I like it. I well, I, I played through the first one, and I really enjoyed that, so I'm really enjoying the second Klonoa. Uh, I mean to get the PS1 one and the PS2 one at some point. Or what about the Wii version? I already have that. But apparently oh, okay. that's a remake of the first one anyway, so really I just need the PS2 one. Okay. I have, I have limited exposure to Klonoa. Uh, I did look at some stuff about the Wii one, though, and it seemed okay, but I don't know. Is he a squirrel? He's a dog. Oh, He's okay. a dog boy, I believe. A dog boy. Wait, okay. is is he like a male dog, or like half human, half dog? He's 
he walks like a human, I guess. So he thinks he's people. He, oh, I knew you were thinking that. <laughs> but he has... I, doesn't he have a tail and he can kind of float with it? He, he uses his... So he, he flaps his ears to float. Oh, his ears. So he's Dumbo? Okay. Dumbo could fly, kind of. though. Does he just float. Man, Only Dumbo's with a magic good, feather. I'm just going to throw that out there. Drunk elephants. What? Sorry, just talking about Dumbo. Uh, he gets drunk, and then he has weird visions about pink elephants, and it's kind of the most amazing thing ever. What, um, Barney? But anyway. Or... No, no, D- Dumbo, the little elephant that could fly. Oh, okay, I remember now what you're talking about now. Yeah, 1940. That bit where his mom gets captured is really sad. Um, anyway. But he does get a magic feather. Um, and that solves yeah, all his I problems. I think it's more like he believes in himself. It's like the... Uh, that water in Space Jam, like the secret stuff, like it was just water. Oh, I, yep, it is just water. You're right. Yeah, but because but, they and there's, a, but there's a ton of it. So what you're saying is, if you believe in yourself, you can fly. Yes. Yeah. 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 We've is that a direct quote? I think that's I think, a direct quote. Yeah. Okay. John just coined that. Uh, patent <laughs> pending. <laughs> if you believe in yourself, you can fly. So many people are gonna die. Uh, yep. Direct quote. <laughs> okay, so Klonoa is pretty good. Ears flying. Yeah, I, I like it. It's a good, the, solid puzzle game. I get it if you can find it. And, how puzzly uh, is it? Sorry. Like how puzzly focused is it? Uh, like was... like uh, you've got each room. You've got like a certain. You got to figure out how to get out, uh, move stuff around, try to get all these gems, stuff like that. No. Okay. You had you had to go find keys in later levels. Um, you have like little traps. Like you can't touch water. Klonoa can't swim. Okay. It it immediately kills him if he touches water. Okay. Well, okay, okay. Now I'm confused because as a dog owner, my dog loves the water. I I think it's just a game convention where it's like we didn't want to do swimming, so he's allergic to water. Limbo has that same problem. I just kind of didn't really bring it up, but I found it kind of frustrating that if you submerse your head, you just die, and the, you actually get to see the air leaving your lungs, and it's weird and kind of creepy. But anyway, sorry. Side I don't think. Yeah, I'm looking at the random wiki article now. It doesn't really say if he's a dog or anything. It just says he's a young boy who's an adventurer. But they okay. kind of. Isn't he gray? Fur and everything. Yeah, he, like he's got fur and everything. He's got a tail. Okay. Well, he's just going through puberty. Oh. Cle- clearly. Hair's growing places. You know, that's how it goes. Wow. Um, moving on. Uh, I played one last. <laughs> right. Holy crap! Wow. We've... Wow. Look at how long we've been recording, guys. Yeah, like an hour. Yeah. For- so fourth game. Fourth game was uh, Castlevania Two: Simon's Quest on the original Nintendo. Is that game terrible? Because I think I heard it was. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Alright. <laughs> is there a point where, like, it kind of just doesn't tell you what to do? No, yeah, that point is called the beginning. Okay, so it's one of those. <laughs> like, the original Metroid kind of frustrated me as a kid for that reason, too. Like, it's just like, hey, here you go, just, here's a place, I don't know, you should do stuff. And then that's kind of all the instruction you get. Yeah, it was pretty much the same. Like, you can talk to NPCs, and they'll give you, like, really cryptic hints. Okay. And stuff like that. Like, I I started playing through the game. I got to, like, Castle 4, but I somehow skipped Castle 3. And I was having a ridiculously hard time fighting enemies. So I'm like, I must have, like, missed something major. 
so I flick through a, a walkthrough, and it ends up I skip like thirty percent of the game. What? I thought like the original old Castlevanias were kind of linear, level based games. This is not even remotely linear. Um, you know how all like the Sympathy of the Night idea for uh, video games or for the Castlevania? Yeah, like raids? opening it up, like what's modern day considered Metroidvania style. Yeah, that is. This is basically the precursor to all that. Okay. Except it's like a city that you you are like uh, you're walking through Transylvania essentially, and there's all these little small towns, and you can go through like forests and that, and you have to find mansions to go through and find pieces of Dracula's body. Okay. Like, are you trying to destroy him once and for all, or yeah, bring him back? The the story is uh, because Simon Belmont, after he beat him in the first game, he was uh, like he was cursed essentially after he killed Dracula. So if he doesn't uh, resurrect Dracula and then kill him for good, uh, the curse will kill Simon Belmont. Okay. So you have to go find the f- Dracula's five body parts, and then go to Castlevania, resurrect him, and then kill him again. Right. Okay. Okay. So I've been playing, um, I started playing that, and it's it's okay, I guess. I'm going to try playing through it again now that I know all the stuff that I missed, and it'll probably be a lot easier. Alright, okay. Because apparently, like, like, in the very first town, I missed, like, buying holy water. And if I had bought this, I would have been able to find, find, like, I don't know how many weapon upgrades and extra weapons and stuff like this. Like, I, I was brute forcing my way through the game because it has unlimited continues. Okay. So I guess it's pretty safe to say you're excited for Castlevania HD. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Even if it's okay. not all that good, I think it'll be fun just have kind of a multiplayer kind of Castlevania like that. I uh, I own almost every Castlevania game that came out over here. Did you get Order of Okay. Asia? Yeah, I did. I beat it. Was Okay. Was it good? That was kind of the one I didn't get on DS. It was actually really good, yeah. I think it was... I don't know if I'd say better than Portrait of Ruin... Maybe better than Kurt, oh, really? than Because uh, I really Sorrow. like Portrait of Rune. It, okay. it, I th- think it's better than the first DS Castlevania. Donna Sorrow? Yeah, and yeah, that's saying a lot, because I liked Soma Cruz. Yeah, Soma Cruz. I really loved Aria of Sorrow for the Game Boy Advance, so... I didn't beat Harmony of Dissonance, though. But that was the other Game Boy Advance one. Yeah, Harmony of Dissonance was kind of, eh. Yeah. And then I, I kind of lost my double pack or whatever, so I haven't been able to play it. Anyways, we've been running way too long, so let's actually go into some news. Okay. Alright, let's start off here. Uh, Halo Reach. Anyone's actually excited for this? Um, I wouldn't say excited, just because I've been overexposed to that stupid trailer. Like, Spartans never die, George. Oh, right, I'm so glad I don't work in that store um, anymore. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the beta, though, and... I, I somehow end up playing most Halo games, so I, I'm sure I'll play it. Um, but yeah, what, what, what about you, Sean? With Halo Reach? Not interested. I'm not a huge Halo fan. You like I'll probably ODST. end up reviewing it. I read a review that you you wrote. You said it was good. Yeah, I just I like after that I never went back to it. Oh, okay. Ever. I'm kind of interested in it, but basically. Uh, Bungie's going on saying that uh, one of the major problems that Halo 3 had and ODST was uh, rage quitting. 
Yeah. People would get their, their butt kicked in a match, and they'd just be like, screw this, and leave a match, and ruin it for everyone. Like everything. Now, do they consider, like, you get into a game, they vote on your least favorite map, and then you quit? Is that rage quitting, too? If the map hasn't started, then no, that's not rage quitting. Okay. Cause but if you're I, like in the, I, if you're like in the middle of the game and like you just got like sniped three times in a row and you're just like okay this is stupid and quit yeah okay so uh, Bungie says for uh, Reach they're trying to plan some major penalties for anyone who starts doing this but they haven't really detailed what they're gonna do like well I guess if it's anything like Halo Three like they're recording all sorts of video of all the games and stuff as it's happening hmm. so I guess they could just like be monitoring player activity and see if they quit at certain times, they'll start taking a look at it. They did say they want to try to avoid penalizing people for having bad connections. Yeah, and that's like, really one of the major issues against this idea is that anyone who has like a bad connection or just like had one bad time could it could end up screwing up for them. Yeah. Like did they go into any detail as to what the consequences would be? No, uh, that's why people are speculating if it's just going to be like, you get sent to your own special lobby, um, you have like longer times trying to get a match, and stuff like that. I'm assuming it's going to be, because they have like the whole perks system, Yeah, they're just going to like lose experience. I'd assume the same thing. Like, Well, they already do that in Halo fast. 3 and Halo 2, though. Oh. Okay, so they'll do it again. Well, I guess well, that's it, not really a major enough. consequence. Some people just don't care about I get, that. I oh, guess. Okay. I, so. I just I don't really know what they could do. <coughs> make it make their own special can... rage quit lobby. Hmm. I can't see that happening. Like you get some sort of special helmet that marks you forever. I don't. Know, I could see them, like, no, they, either, yeah, something like that. Then everyone's gonna want that. Name, like a or giant just letter R. Just forcing them into some chest. sort of like rage quit purgatory chat room or like. No, because then everyone is gonna want that. Kind of like a few years back when. They were gonna do the whole cheaters on the gamer tags. Remember that? No, I don't remember that actually. Back when people oh. were like, oh doing no, some weird like, achievement. what they ended up doing was your account has zero achievements. Is that what you're saying? I believe they were supposed to be putting like the word cheater on yours, or at least they announced that's what it was gonna be at first. Okay. Like so, Which anyone I never... who's been kind of working around the system and swapping game saves and stuff would just be marked forever as a cheater. Right. But I don't think they ended up doing that. that yeah, and no, I never saw anyone like that. I did see but... some zeroed out accounts, though, so they did start doing something. Okay. I can't imagine they'd do something that harsh, though. Maybe ban you for 24 hours? I'd be into that. that that's usually the procedure of what they'll do. Hmm. Small I bands. tend to be muting, like even in the beta, beta, I was muting every single match I went into because people that play Halo say the stupidest things ever. Uh, You're anyway. right. <laughs> it just, it seems like a high percentage of them, so I don't know. Mute button. That was still my favorite innovation in Halo 3. The mute button? Yeah. Just made it nice. That was also in Halo 2, by the way. Oh, really? Pretty sure. I guess yeah. I didn't really. What is it? Yeah, like you picked the character, the person's stream. profile, and then you were like, mute. Okay. Maybe they just streamlined the process. So you're just in the lobby, and you're just like, mute, 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 mute. All right, done. Let's go. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, Halo Reach, uh, September, when does that come out? 14th. Oh, September. wow. All right. Yeah. 
And then like this, almost the same day that uh, ODST came out. I think uh, it was September 30th or something when that came out. Yeah, it's it's got to be pretty close, yeah. Huh. I don't know. I I wouldn't say I'm excited. I'll probably just end up with the regular version of the game. I'm not going to do the legendary or anything. I, I do like statue. The, like, the statue looks pretty nice, i got to admit. Are you going to get it? No, I'm not. I might get the game, but I'm not going to get the limited crazy edition. I mean, for that much money, you might as well just buy Connect. True. Then I can play Dance Central or that Michael Jackson game. Or Connect Adventures. Michael Jackson, the experience? Yeah. I, like, the first thing I'm going to do is try a bam, there it is. Live your cross-grabbing fantasies as Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to just talk about Michael Jackson since you brought it up? This is now the Michael Jackson podcast. Okay. There, there um, was that Michael one Jackson, small story about uh, Plants vs. Yeah. Zombies. Michael Jackson no longer in Plants vs. Zombies, so um, that's too bad. Replaced by Disco Stew. Yeah, basically uh, Jackson Estate or Jackson's family were like, yeah, we don't want this characterization of our dead family member in there. Which, it's a parody. It, it's covered under fair use. But they were still nice about it and took it down. Yeah, they didn't want to start a lawsuit of all things, even though they would probably would have won. Yeah. Still right. glad I got my yeah. space channel. ODST anyway. came out uh, September twenty second. I looked it up. Okay. Okay. Pretty close. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, Valve. You know how they put uh, Steam on Mac very pretty recently, right? Yep. Right. Well, they're trying to get more companies to start doing that, putting more games on Mac. So they've come up with a kind of crazy plan. Um, they're giving away part of their source code of their games to try to get people like into work, making games for Steam for Mac. And while, mm. like, I guess you guys might not be interested in that, that's kind of a well, big just, thing. Like, it's, I don't know, it just seems like kind of fitting with the spirit of Valve all along, so I don't find it that surprising. But I guess it's kind of nice of them. I mean, it is sending a precedent. Like, I can't think of any other company that would be like, here's our source code for our games. Like, even if it's only part of it, that's still a big thing. I don't know. I still think they clearly have an agenda in there where it's just like, this will equal net money for us in the end, so it's worth doing. Because it, like, this is just helping people sell things through their store. So then Valve makes money. That is true. I mean, it's a smart decision from them either way, but I don't know. I, I'm not baffled. I don't know. I, I just think it's a really cool idea because, like, I can't think of any other company that would ever think to do that. Be, like, besides, like, way, way back in, like, the shareware days. Or after stuff is old and defunct or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure id opened up, like, on, like Quake 3 tournament, like that engine or whatever. Like a couple years ago. Uh, sorry, say that again. Like Quake Quake Three, isn't that Quake Three isn't Arena? There t- arena, sorry, not tournament. Okay. Uh, yeah, Unreal. Uh, That's arena. why I was confused. Yeah. I'm like, uh, wrong team. I said the wrong word. Yeah, sorry. Um, Quake Three. I, I'm pretty sure they opened up that engine for free use for all. Kind of. Yeah, like, like the Unreal. Some profit. of the Unreal engines have been like that too. Oh yeah, I guess Unreal's been pretty good about that too. Yeah, it, it really a lot of the a lot of like the engines are like that too. But that's like this is kind of different. That's an engine, which okay, and this is like a full game. 
well, source code. Yeah, well, source code from a full game. Like, so. the stuff specifically tailored for Mac compatibility, though, right? Yeah, I think uh, the actual source code, like, more revolves around the graphics engine, I think is what the article talks on, goes on about. Okay. I don't know. This is kind of tech things I'm not super versed in, but I know uh, Sean's an expert. Yeah, that's so. why he hasn't said a single thing since we started talking. <laughs> so, Sean, Valve? I like it. Yeah, Portal 2, c- coming soon. <laughs> Can't wait. That's what I'm excited about. Actually, it's not coming that soon, which kind of bums me out. But yeah, anyway. All right, moving on. Valve. Uh, you know Insomniac Games, Games, right? Um, yes, I was playing Ratchet and Clank Future within the last three months. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's very... <laughs> so I'm a big fan of theirs. Uh, I've been considering going back to Resistance 1 and finally beating that, but... Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, Insomniac. They, they make games. Yep. And apparently they are talking... They're, they've got a brand new franchise that's coming out here soon. Or is it yeah, a brand, like that a brand one new... that's going multi-platform. Yeah, it says, uh, yeah, I was going to say, was this the company that had decided to come multi-platform now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I believe we discussed that announcement on a previous episode. We did. Yes. Check it out. TopDownRespective.com. <laughs> what? <laughs> Plugging the podcast in the podcast. It's brilliant. Anyway. The brilliant content. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Insomniac Games is bringing their new PS3 project to PAX this year. So, like, in a month. Cool. I, I plan to be at that event, provided my passport arrives in time. You don't have your passport yet? Uh, it's getting renewed right now, oh, which okay. shouldn't take too long. It only takes a couple weeks, if I remember correctly. couple what? It only takes a couple weeks, weeks I thought. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'm, I think I'm good. I'm just, you know, I'm one to get nervous at weird things, so yes. But yeah, we're all going, correct? Yeah. Well, all three yep, of us yep. will be at PAX this year. There you go. So we're gonna have some first-hand experience with that. Okay, kind of weird. Like, are they saying they're announcing, like, per- unveiling they, it? There? They don't say if it's gonna be a, like a brand new franchise or not. So the article speculates it might be Resistance Three because it's been teased uh, in some accidental billboards for movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the article also mentions really... Los Angeles. Sorry, go ahead. Like, they they said Resistance, like, the thing that's multi-platform is not going to be a current IP. It's a new IP. Yeah, yeah, but we don't know if that's the Insomniac game they're showing at PAX or not. Oh, I thought the news announcement was they were showing their new, like, multi-platform. No, it says the new PS3 project. Right, and this news article just kind of says... Which makes sense for Resistance 3. That makes sense that it's... Yeah. Or it could be something, uh, like, move-related, like, because I know... Like, I don't know, who's doing Heroes on the move? I, no I don't know, I haven't looked into the studio. Because I know Ratchet and Clank are in that. I just don't know which company's doing it. Oh, that weird, like, mashup game with all the yeah. protagonists? Yeah. Because I could see them showing that off, because it's going to be really close to when the move's coming out. The developer is Nihilistic Software. Okay. Nihilistic Software? Nihilistic, yeah. Wow, I butchered that. Okay. That's fine. Okay, weird. It's probably Resistance 3, but I don't know. I haven't played any Resistance. The the article actually kind of mentions something I find interesting. Uh, We haven't had a year without an Insomniac Games developed release since 2001. Huh. So they've been putting out a game a year for almost a decade now. Well, no wonder they suck. 
No. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> they don't suck. They're just, like, very, very similar. Like, it's like, if you ever marathoned every Ratchet and Clank, you it would all be one giant game, basically. They're very, very similar in tone. But... I don't know. So, but like to be clear, they're they're announcing this at PAX. Yeah, um, and they they say they're demoing it, or discussing and demoing it, and uh, Adam Sessler is going to be moderating the panel. Huh? What what game did they put out this year, or are they playing? They haven't to? put out a game this year, actually. That's kind oh, of the thing. Oh, do you think they're going to announce a game at PAX and have it come out before the end of the year? I don't no, see that happening. I don't think that's so. That's why it's kind of surprising that's Insomniac doesn't have a game out this year. Okay. Have to out next year. Wait, when did but, Ratchet and Clank? When did the new Ratchet and Clank come out? Was that like November? That was, that was last this, year. That was last holiday season. Oh, okay. Never yeah. mind. I just find it neat that they're going to be announcing like a pretty major title at Penny, like Penny Arcade Expo. They're surprisingly like specifically say like uh, it'll be at on Saturday evening, September fourth at six thirty p.m. in the Serpent Theater. Ooh. So maybe we'll go there. Maybe we will, but um, as long as I don't miss like don't a concert. Uh, that's that's probably later in the night. I'm I, I'm more, I'm more excited panels. for the concerts of PAX to be honest, which is weird. Yeah, Jonathan Golden's gonna be there. Metroid uh, Metal, Anamanaguchi, the Proto Men, uh, mini bosses. I'm more excited about the games because it's a video game convention. Yeah, but it's all part of one big festival of fun. Speaking, yeah, that's true. Speaking of video games, Battlefield Three. <laughs> yep. Not not Bad Company three, which is no. what I assumed when I read it, but no, the real Battlefield three. Yeah, there's going to be a beta for it, and you get an invite if you buy the limited edition of Medal of Honor. Okay. Uh, and it doesn't matter what system it's coming on, three sixty, PS three, PC. You get that invite if you get the limited edition, which All is right, weird so... because the Battlefield uh, series was traditionally PC only, or the core series besides like one, a, a three sixty game. Wait, so are they basically saying Battlefield 3 is coming to 360 and PS3, or do the, all of them include a PC beta code? Uh, it's looking like, uh, they don't haven't really stated, but it's looking like it's going to be on all three. That's actually good, because I, I don't have a modern PC at all. But so. the, the one thing about it is, and what some people are wondering about, uh, the whole point of the Bad Company series was to have like a console spinoff. Yeah. So now what was the point of Bad Company? Are these is sorry to interrupt. Medal of Honor and Bad and Battlefield. Are they the same developer? Uh Dice is working on the multiplayer in Medal of Honor and they are the Battlefield guys. Okay. So yeah. kind of. Medal of Honor used okay. to be handled by a different group. Yes. Like Team 7, no. Something. Uh, but most of those guys are yeah. now in well, were Infinity, we're Infinity Ward, Ward are and now they're whatever FPS or whatever. What's it called? I don't know First, what the company's called. Oh, Recon or like Respawn Studios or something stupid. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Re- Respawn like Entertainment. Respawn Entertainment. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yes, it's pretty clever. Um, okay. I don't know. I'm not getting a limited edition of Medal of Honor, so I'm I probably not even getting Medal of Honor to be honest. Uh, nothing I've heard of it, like in, about the beta, was all that intriguing. So I still think that trailer of the single player was kind of neat. So I'll probably end up like renting it or something, but I don't know. This this doesn't really look like my kind of game. Okay, but if you're interested in that, that does come out in October by the looks of it. October twelfth, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Mo- moving on. 
Metroid. Metroid Other M yep. is a game coming out at the end of this month. It's uh, supposed to be a game that apparently bridges the storyline of the entire series. Basically, tie, okay. basically uh, ties all the games together into like one solid continuity. Right, because isn't it like a series of like flashbacks or something? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. But huh. uh, it comes with an interesting feature when you beat the game. Okay. When you beat the game, it unlocks uh, basically a theater mode. Which shows ties all the cutscenes together with pre-recorded gameplay footage to make the entire game into a movie you can watch. Okay. Now uh, there so is didn't, didn't like Metal Gear Solid Three or something. Yeah, exactly. Metal Gear Solid Three, the the limited subsistence edition, uh, did this as well. And now that yeah. that edition is like the rarest PS2 game at the moment now. Yeah, I remember I was trying to find it back when it first came out and I couldn't, so I don't have it. So yeah, like it's not, though, great it's game. not a new concept, but it's still like an interesting idea. What do you guys think? Uh, I I don't care enough about Metroid Other M to really want to watch two hours of it, but sure, I guess it seems kind of weird that there's enough like story related cutscenes and things to justify this mode. Because that's never really been what Metroid is about. Yeah, exactly. Like a, a lot of people are concerned about this Metroid, thinking it might be a bad, like the first bad Metroid. I did read that article, and I found that kind of weird. Like, just kind of why why write about that? Because that's just kind of everyone's afraid. But why? I'm kind of glad they're kind of embracing the such a change. Like they're going, yeah, there's cutscenes. Here's them all. Here's Sam is talking, and I don't know. I. I I kind of fell off the Metroid train when Corruption came out, though, so I don't know. Well, that was the last Metroid game that came out. I know, but I mean, like, I fell off the... Like, I played ten minutes of it and was like, yep, this is not good, and then I just stopped caring. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I remain skeptical about this game. But sure, I guess. I, I hope the cutscenes are good and worth watching. They do also say that they stitch in gameplay stuff to kind of contextualize it all. Yeah. Yeah, some weird. pre-recorded gameplay. Because I guess that you'd kind of need that, because in the Metal Gear thing, like, it would just be like... Like, there's a Metal Gear Solid 2, like, theater, like, cutscene theater thing. But, like, none of it really makes sense on its own, because... Like it'll be like the aftermath of a battle, and you're just gonna, yeah, like Whoa, that. That cutscene mode in two was meant to play around with, anyways, because you could put any character model yeah. in, in the position that you wanted. Yeah, so you're just like, here's this, you know, other person, and they're running across the water as though they were vamp. But yeah, so you could have, you could have like Snake talking to Snake because he shot Snake, and yeah, and I I did all of those things, but then for some reason Snake sounds like Fortune or whatever. And it's just yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Um, so if they <laughs> so leave really that, it's pretty around, disturbing. That that game, pre-order it now. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. How do you guys feel about Metroid? Because I'm I'm the only one kind of ragging on it. I, I like I Metroid, and I'm hoping this is good for two reasons. One, I've been really jonesing for a new Metroid game, even though I haven't played through the Prime games. Okay. And one two... and two are pretty good. Hmm. Metroid Prime one and two are pretty excellent. Um, no, I've heard people have told me Prime one and three are good, and I can skip two. Really? Uh, all right. Those people must have liked the control scheme in three. No, like, I've literally had all issue. like a lot of people, a lot of people say two you can ignore. Wow. All right. 
Like, 2, two kind of has some weak moments in it, but you play it with a GameCube controller, so it's better. 2 is the only one I've played of a Prime series, and I only played a very short time of it. I didn't enjoy it, though. Wow. Apparently there's some pretty negative Metro Prime 2 feelings out there. Alright. I retract my statement. As well you should. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I hope it's good. I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah, I'm probably going to pre-order to get that art book, so... The other reason I'm hoping it's it good is because of Team Ninja, because they haven't they haven't really done a good game since like that whole Itagaki split up. Yeah. What have they done since then? Uh, Ninja Gaiden Sigma Two and Dead or Alive Paradise. Oh, so they so made Dead or Alive Paradise. There you go. Yeah, which is a remake of Dead or Alive Itagaki games. So yeah, exactly. Doesn't really count. And even then, I didn't even really enjoy Ninja Gaiden Two. Yeah, I did, I did not. not. So, so I could say, like, their best game that I last played was, like, either Dead or Life 4 or Ninja Gaiden Black. That's, like, five years ago. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. So, yeah, hopefully they prove themselves. But, I don't know. Alright, what else we I got here? Know. Uh, I got a short one here. Uh, the PlayStation brand is now, yep. and I know you two are excited to talk about this one. I actually just thought of something that could get me excited about this one. But well, this is the this is like the big news that broke last week. Clearly, yeah. So I think this, we've this, actually this mentioned it. this article before in one point, like way way back. What? Like when we were talking about what's like, that kid's name? The PSP guy, Marcus. Marcus, yeah. We got yeah. good kids playing bad games. Yeah, like, coupon tie. Dude, thing is, like, will there be a Kevin Butler line of like T-shirts? If so, I don't want that. Okay, wait, what's, what's the news first? What's the news first? Okay. <laughs> the actual news is that uh, Sony started the PlayStation logo licensing program, which basically mm-hmm. means that, like, you'll see a lot of, like, PlayStation, like, licensed products, like shot glasses and underwear and just, like, ridiculous things. Well, that's kind of the hypothesis. Like, all they've confirmed is T-shirts. Yeah. Right? So I'm hoping you get some Kevin Butler on there, and he says, like... You know, you need Santa candles in your bath or whatever, and then it's like, haha, hilarious. And then I walk around and I'm a walking ad for Sony, but I'm also, you know. But then you end up good. getting shirts with him saying, "I worship the god that is gaming." Okay, See, that I is really that one, still though. bugging you. I can't believe that. That was the worst thing. I hated that. But once uh, if it's a picture of him with the move controller and it's like a fiery bow. I don't I, want that. I want that. What are you wanting? One of Marcus saying. We got good kids playing bad games. Um, I don't want that, but maybe some kids would want that. I hope I like no maybe kids. sneakers with Marcus on it, like Marcus on one foot, Kevin Butler on the other. Oh, I don't want that at all. <laughs> okay, I don't want that to happen. I, I don't think that will happen. But Kevin Butler shot glass. Yeah, so we get more video game bros. Oh. Well, They'll be toasting each other, or no, icing each other. Sorry, I forgot about that. Like one of those, <laughs> one of those beer hats. Cans. PlayStation logo just on the front. Yeah, so they they kind of said they want to utilize like the iconography, like the button symbols yeah. on stuff. Like I don't know what that would really mean. Like just a triangle on your shirt. Well, I'm well, sure like they, a... they would just like use the four of them in like in a row. Just on, like, a Probably, black shirt. Yeah. I think they've got something like that already, actually. 
I'm well, sure I've seen that. Well, before. Sean, I just figured out a pitch to get you excited. What about a line of the tester t-shirts? Oh, it's bad enough that show has all your favorite characters season. from season one. Yep. <laughs> yep. I would buy them. There you go. Get, <laughs> get Cyrus on there. He's like, I won. My real name's Willpower. With, with like, with all those great quotes that we picked out, just oh. like underneath them. There you go. There were plenty of like memorable moments in season one. I still have those on my hard drive. So, so. do I. I should go through them again. <laughs> there you go. With you too. I think we're oh. all on board with this plan in one way or another. At least me and Sean. John, are you like excited about this? Birios? Not in the least. Birios. It's got Doc on it. Or that one of a, I'm going to get myself some humble pie. I can't even remember the full quote. There you go. Oh, man, I can't wait for season two. When does that start anyway? I can't. I don't have no idea, but I cannot wait until we have a tester segment back on the podcast. Uh, I think I can wait. Okay. Oh, it's going to be the best. You're going to watch it again, right? I, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I actually had uh, someone actually wrote to me and were like, you need to get on this show. You should get. Be you should good. be on the tester. Yeah, like a fan or two wanted me to get on the tester. <sighs> Do you want to be a game tester for Sony? Oh, is that your dream? I, it would be the same logic that Cyrus had, essentially. Like, oh, this would like it's your lead foot into in something door. else that I'd actually want to do. Okay. Think about. I don't know. I think you need to live in the area. Yeah. Did they, did they bust them all out there? Did they kind of? They flew them all out there, and uh, they paid part of his like moving expenses. There you go. Think think about it. <laughs> I lo- okay, so I think point of the story is the tester is a great piece of video content. Uh, you know, kind of. Like, I, I think it's better than actual reality television is right now as I have, like, recently been exposed to Jersey Shore. And that is the worst <sighs> thing that has ever happened to humanity. Full stop. It's terrible. I couldn't handle more than half an hour of it. And then I watched Bad Boys 2, which is an amazing film. So, anyway. This shit just got real. Yeah, it did. Uh, <laughs> Again. Okay. Sean, are you... Or, sorry, Sean's excited. I'm excited. John, are you excited about Sony products? Would you buy into this horrible idea? I'm, I might buy, like, a cool shirt or, like, something okay. like that. But... I should probably make it clear that the stuff I'm excited for is stupid-ass quotes about video games on, like, a black shirt. Like, my kind of game is a Sony game. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But the idea of Kevin Butler on any of my clothes, no thank you. Unless it's him just, like, like, this will work great on radio. Just, like, his head, like... Just a stupid expression. (laughs) Like, just expressions, courtesy. Just, like, him smiling or something. Yeah! Just like him, kind of, and it's just like VP of awesome montages, and he's just kind of yeah. That then I could handle that, but as soon as it's where he's like, I have a bow, or like I'm the best, I don't like it anymore. Okay, you got to remember now, like he's an actor, like people are writing that stuff for him. He's not saying it himself. He's not writing. No, I know, but he's doing his job well. So he's clearly selling himself in that way as he. Like, well, he's an actor. That's what he has to do for I don't, a living. Fine. I don't but like he's, the he's character. It. That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to take credit away from him. Like, you know, he is paid. I don't like the character. But he, he's good at what he does. 
so thumbs up to this idea. Good job, Sony. Keep, keep rocking it. All right, so um, well, I guess we'll cut it down to one last one here before we go off. Um, at Comic-Con last weekend, they announced, Capcom announced two new fighting games. And yes. they yep. are in conjunction with Namco. My, okay. Okay. I'll let you finish, and then I'll... Like Namco Banda? Yes. Y- yes. Okay. So we've got... Right. They did Clash of the Titans. Did and they really? Yes, they did. <sighs> Bandai makers horrible. of Clash of the Titans. That's horrible. Um, we are it's getting Street Fighter versus Tekken, and Tekken well, no, versus Street actually, Fighter. That's what I wish they were called. It's actually Tekken X Street Fighter. Oh right, it's Tekken Cross. Tekken, Tekken Cross or something stupid Tekken, like th- Tekken. It's not actually versus, which is the yeah. No, I thought it was title. like the X stood for Cross. Yeah, it is Cross. Okay. But that's, yeah, so that's like Tekken Cross Street Fighter, Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Now, my understanding is, like, the Tekken team is making a game, and so is the Street Fighter team. Yeah. Right. Okay. Capcom is um, making Street Fighter Cross Tekken, and Tek- and uh, Namco's making Tekken Cross Street Fighter. Like, so I'm assuming Tekken Cross Street Fighter would be, like, a Tekken-style game with Street Fighter characters and vice versa? Yep. I Alright. Any interest at all in the Tekken game? Anyone? Hands. A little bit. Really? I, I want to see it in action. Okay. I Like, I'm interested in this concept, but I'd rather play a Street Fighter game with those, like, Heihachi in it. I want to know why you asked for a me. raise of hands to show who <laughs> was interested. <laughs> yeah, alright. Fair point. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if this is good news or just kind of it shows how desperate Namco is to matter again. I don't know. Oh, and they're just trying to, like, jump on jump Street on Fighter's board, like, fame? To, like, grab on Street Fighter's coattails and try to last. Because, like, does anyone care about Tekken anymore in a serious way? Some people like, I played 5 do. and thought it was alright, like, four years ago. But 6 was supposed to be pretty lame. I don't know, I'm sure there's some people who are, like, waiting for Tekken 7 to be announced. Were they? Like, how did 6 sell? Yeah, like, I think anyone who's seriously into fighting games is just playing Street Fighter. Pretty much. Or, yeah. Or, like, they're excited for Mortal Kombat. Well, yeah. there's some people that are into that, yeah. And there's those Blue kids, but whatever. Um, I don't know. Comic-Con. Seems like a weird place to announce this kind of thing, too. So I guess I guess the big question with these games is how, how much are they going to be changing the characters? Because Tekken characters don't have, like, projectiles, right? No. Uh, well, Not really. I think one or Jin two Pachi do, did, and he was the worst thing ever. Right, so yeah. like when you move those Tekken characters into Street Fighter, how do you do that without making it unbalanced? Well, you don't have well, to give, Like, not all Street Fighter characters have projectiles. Yeah, like El Forte just kind of runs around and then jumps on you. With his but a lot of them moves. do. Yeah, like some like, of the stock ones do. But, like, I'd, I mean, uh, E Honda doesn't. He, he can fly at you, though. Which is kind of awesome. I like that dude. <laughs> anyway, I guess, but still, there are like there are some characters that I think might just be overpowered because the other ones can't get near them. It's it's going to be a really tough process of balancing out all that stuff. Uh, this game isn't coming out for quite a while, correct? No, like, it's uh, like no. Marvel vs. Capcom three comes out before either of these do. So, 
Yeah, but apparently, like, like some decent progress has been made because there was a playable demo of Street Fighter Cross Tekken at Comic Con. What? Really? No. Yes. Are you sure? Wow. All right. Yeah, like at the presentation, they were playing the game. How do you know this? It was in the article. <laughs> I don't believe. I don't believe you. Like, were you at Comic Con? Because I wasn't. Um. Okay, that's interesting. Uh. I wonder how it played. I haven't I haven't heard anybody's impressions on uh, the actual gameplay. Like no, I don't think people got to play it. It was just like a playable demo that the head of like Okay, Namco. so here's some footage of dudes fighting. No, they were like All here, I saw was that here, unveiling. I'm, I'm holding a controller, so is this guy from Capcom. We're about to play the game. Oh, wow. So okay. it was footage it was, All footage, I saw was live footage of them playing essentially. Like it's just like Ryu standing around and then Jin Kazuma walks up and you're like, "What?" and then Tekken Street Fighter, finally, or whatever. Yeah, it was uh, Kazuya, but not uh, Jin. I thought it was. I thought it was Evil Jin or something. No, Kazuya is his uncle. Oh, I'm sorry. This shows how big into Tekken I am. Um, It wasn't Heihachi walking out, so I had no idea what was going on. (laughs) I was like, who's that guy? Uh, Street Fighter versus Street Fighter Cross Tekken. I'm just gonna versus Street Fighter versus Tekken is. uh, You, You can't do that. You can't do that. Yes, I can, and I just did. You can't. All right, that's, changing that's a, the name. That's a complete, it's a completely other game. Okay. <laughs> a different game. Either way, that. that one plays like Street Fighter Four. Sweet. That's yeah. a good game. And, uh, yeah, like you guys said earlier, Tekken versus Street Fighter plays like Tekken. Eh. Like, because I understand Tekken 6 wasn't good. Okay. Let's, what I've heard is, like, Tekken 6's, like, core fighting stuff was good, but everything, like, the single-player stuff that kind of incorporated that was just really poorly put together. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Tekken Maybe 6 yeah, single player wrong. was pretty abysmal. Yeah, and it's more like about if the you code. and some dudes... Yeah, oh, netcode problems too? They, they fixed that in a patch later, supposedly. Oh, okay. Like, if you just want to, like, throw down with your bros and play some Tekken, it's fine. But if you want to, like, sit down and play some Tekken by yourself, uh, it's apparently a miserable experience, which is too bad. Because I kind of, I played through a lot of Tekken 5 by myself. They just got those crazy cutscenes. You know what I'm talking about? Kangaroos. And... Uh, no, I didn't play Tekken 5. You played, like, the port of it though, right? Oh, is Dark Resurrection 5? Yes. On PSP? Yeah, basically. Oh, it's, then I played like a lot Tekken of that. Tekken 5.2, and I just don't remember essentially. It. <laughs> okay. 5.2. Not 5.5. But yes, yeah. That's a similar game. Um... Alright. Yeah, that was, um. Yeah, considering the time, I think we'll cut it there. Alright. There, there was just the, the console hacking story we never really got into, but. Apparently, like, don't leave your Wii near, like, in your network, or dudes will hack you. Yeah, uh, hackers can access, uh, company data servers through your home cons- your consoles, no matter what system it is. And apparently, a lot of offices have Wiis lying around, which I find. <laughs> Supposedly. I've been I've been to uh, one office that's had like a 360, and that was it, and that was a game company. There's hacker conventions. Yeah, that's awesome. How how does that work? Well, they're more they're more security conventions more than anything. They're the DefCon security conventions. Okay, so (laughs) all right, never mind. That was like Justin Long, Live Free, Die Hard, him and his bros hanging out. It's a good movie. Anyway, all right. That's all I got. Tekken. Anyways, yeah. Um, did you? We don't have an email this week, do we? 
Nope. Unfortunately, no. Uh, if you want to write one in, though, um, we do have an email address. What is that email? So address? use it. Yeah. So use that. Use that address. All right. <laughs> Anyone want to volunteer it? I, I was kind of throwing the ball up for someone else, and no one. Alley alley oop style basketball. Yeah. All right. Like here, here, here. I'll do it again. Like we got an email address. Uh. And you can email with it. It's top down perspective at hotmail.com. Good job, Sean. Fantastic. <laughs> Three pointer. From the outside. <laughs> boom shakalaka. Basketball all the way. Alright. So I guess that's gonna do it? Yeah, uh, we are out of story, so I guess that'll and we're out of time. So. Uh, August 3rd. Yeah, what about yeah. August 3rd? <laughs>